It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. I get the keys where I just come in and you know, music. Tony. What is his name, Tony? He's not the Lois can never have Superman's baby. Ah, yes. Incredible Hulk Melon Bunny. Ah! 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 Hey, I tried to teach you how to handle comics in the sixth grade, but oh no, you wanted to play a little bit instead. Aquaman's a hero! Let's see what Spider-Man number one looks like. I guarantee you blows the load back to John. Thank you, Trisha. We now return you to Robin Boy Wonder. The only way he could bang regular chicks is with a kryptonite condom. That would kill him. Fantastic Forum. Assemble! You're listening to Fantastic Forum, all games radio's premier comic book show and your live weekly show about comic books. We are the Fantastic Forum, coming to you live and direct from all game studio Los Angeles. Hope you're having a wonderful morning, afternoon, evening, or night, as the case may be, depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not... You should stick with us, because we're going to help you take it up a notch. You have the usual suspects in the building. On Skype, he is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is our intrepid cub reporter. He is, in fact, next in line for the cowl. He is Oz. I love the teamwork on this network. Yeah. Next, we have the backbone, the pillar, the strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh-invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. Only 17 minutes late. That's it. That's it. Also, with us streaming, with us on Skype, he is All Games Editor-in-Chief. He is the host of Dead Picks Alive. He is the man behind Mom's Minute. He is Derek H. Wait, am I going to have to put out another fire between you guys and another show? It's like, it's no, no, no. I don't... I, look, I actually I would like to thank Cat and Fox for keeping it going while we're trying to get on the air. Because that's okay. in the business. That's what you call listener retention. You don't it's give synergy. them time to get bored. Yeah, yeah uh, that's for, hilarious. Like, look, as, as much as I love you guys, I noticed that one person is not here still. So that's all I'm saying. That is true. That did happen. Shout out to Jay, by the way. I'm sure that uh, he'll be here eventually, making it happen. But, you know, until then, this is Fantastic Forum. By the way, my name is Lawrence Young. Uh, sometimes they call me Mayor Young. Sometimes they call me Mr. Young. Uh, sometimes I get chicken delivered to my door. It happens. You never From know. From where? Um, like, the, the friggin' uh, cousin... Went out and got some and brought some no, back. I think and that was nice. Place, 
I thought some no, no, there, there's no such chicken. thing. There, no, there's no place that delivers chicken. That'd be awful. Yeah, it would be. It would KFC be. KFC delivers. But you know, what does? KFC delivers. Yeah, no, that's, that's shit chicken. And uh, that is Carl's, true. It's really bad. And Carl's Jr.'s delivers. And but what? they don't have chicken. You're, you're talking about a service that delivers that will deliver that stuff to you. No, no, they. Uh... Oh, I don't know. okay, never mind. I, I can't answer. Derek's just a, <laughs> just a good person. tipper. Look, so Derek, 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 Derek lives in Glendale, where things happen that they don't happen in the real world. Joe's calling, but I'm not going to be able to answer unless it mutes him. I don't know what's going on with his thing, but the only way I can answer is to put everybody else on hold. So he has to call you. Oh, I won't let you. It yeah. won't let you add him to the call. Nope. I think, or I think it won't let you. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, I'll tell him to call me. I'm not sure I'll be able to add him either, but I'll try it. He's going to have to uh, hop a, hop, get an Uber down to your house and then sit right beside you. Nah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, so we got a great show for you today because we're going to talk to you guys about uh, Swamp Thing number one. Um, and we're going to talk to you about the latest news, and we're going to talk to you about whatever else it is that you guys want to talk about, and we'll tell you how to do that in just a moment. But first, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, you guys, the All Games community for allowing us this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. Son of a bitch! Oh. <laughs> what Is did Congress do wrong? to you, Derek? I'm so pissed off. What right happened? Now. It's a it's a work thing. It's, I'm about to get in trouble for at work about something that's not my. I had to order a uh, real quick story. I had to order a computer for for work, and they sent it to me to set it up. Uh, FedEx was supposed to, supposed to be here on Tuesday. FedEx is like, you're not home, so we couldn't deliver it. And I was like, fuck you, I'm home. And then they supposed to deliver today. And I've been literally sitting here and hitting refresh every five minutes on a thing because it says on a truck, on a truck, on a truck. And then it turns around and says, oh, nobody was home, so we're taking it back. I'm like, you said, I've literally been sitting by the door all goddamn day. I wanted to take a nap, and I couldn't take a nap because I was like, well, I can't sleep before the guy gets here. And now they're going to say that I haven't been here? I got two other deliveries I got one other delivery from FedEx today and another delivery from God at UPS today, plus my mail, so I know I'm here. Serenity <laughs> now. Three goddamn <laughs> things came in the mail for me today, but for some reason FedEx is like, customer not available. Like, how am I not available when I got three boxes sitting here and now I gotta drive down to goddamn FedEx to pick up a box that they so oh okay. Never mind. That's messed up, man. That's I'm sorry to leave your door open. No, no, no. Trust me, like, Derek doesn't need to leave his door open. Like, waiting by the door is efficient for Derek's spot. Somebody's yeah, messing up. I'm literally right here. Like, they had a guy, one of the, one of the guys, they were delivering a tablet. He, like, did, he did one of those, like, those little one knock and then runs where, he, where they knock with it and then run away. And I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, I'm here. Gotcha. But these, Why the, would he do that? Why wouldn't they just deliver? Like, you know, 
Because everybody is like, slack. Every nobody wants to do their job. All these millennials out here think they're so important that they get a job. That I'm too important to do this job that they're paying me for. This job is stupid. I should be Kanye West. I shouldn't be a delivery man. And so they don't want to do their job, even though that's what they their job for. You ever go somewhere they're like, "Hey, what's your job?" Well, I'm I'm really an actor, but I'm but I'm, right now I'm a waiter. One of those things. I'm not really a delivery man. No, if you're delivering stuff, you're a delivery man. So I don't care about your other stuff. Just deliver my goddamn computer. Why? Why is Kanye West the the standard? Like, because yeah, everybody like, wants. Why to do be, they want to be Kanye West? Everybody wants to be famous and for with no real talent. It's oh, that's not right. Kanye West is very talented. Yeah, nah, he's uh, he's mediocre talented. Look, once, no. once, once, it, it, look, if I if he would have come out, if he would have come out like head to head with like, you know, Public Enemy or Tupac in that era. It would have been a different ball game for him. Oh no! I mean, you can't say that because, like, like I Kanye can't say West, that. I just said it. No, because it's like when Timberland like, came I out. Mean, Everybody thought Timberland was awesome until like they turned like ludicrous. Oh wow, there's actual rappers out here. This Timberland guy's kind of sucky. Like that's that's what Kanye Timberland West. Timberland is fantastic. What? Okay. What? Okay. Wait, why are we we knocking Timberland too now? Wait a minute. Timberland's you know a producer. He's an amazing producer. You know what this is? Like, Berlin or he, Timberlake. Kanye West is the no, Malibu Tim- comics of, of singers. That's what he is. Where he, he comes out, he's like, oh, wow. these Malibu comics are awesome. And then he started looking at it, he's like, well, you know what? <laughs> it's kind of sucky. All, they're, they're basically just retreads of other comics. They're, they're not really... Prime? Really? Really? Prime? <laughs> okay. I think I, I, would, I would liken Kanye West more to Dark Horse comics. Like nah, no, no, absolute. Because it's like Kanye West is strong in some so areas. ASAP a- Rocky is who? ASAP Rocky? No, no, ASAP Rocky. We don't even put in the conversation. Like that fool. No, but like, like, if he were comics, like who would he be? Oh, dude, ASAP a- Rocky would be uh, Berenstein Bears comics. Like <laughs> I don't know, like something really bad. Like something that we don't even really enter the conversation. Like, I don't know. He'd be Tyrese's mayhem. (laughs) That might be it. I was looking for. I was looking for a way to throw in Tyrese's mayhem into. That's hilarious. (laughs) But no, no. But here's the thing, though. It's like, like people act as if Kanye West became like came onto the scene. During the era of these mumble mouth rappers that are like they think of him as a contemporary to to today's music, and that's because he's still relevant and around right now, right? But Kanye West didn't come up in that era of music. Kanye West came up like in like right in the era of like a, a Jay Z and like I mean Eminem, like you know these are like. Some of the greatest MCs of all time were still making music, and were his contemporaries. And it's like it's not even like Kanye went on tour with Talib Kweli and like the Roots. Like these are the people that Kanye West would, the audiences that people that he would perform in front of. So imagine if you're at a Talib Kweli show, and this guy jumps on the stage. From your perspective, you're like, I don't know who he is. 
But if he's good, I guess I'll give him props. But if he's not, you know, we'll just be like, boo, get off the stage. Where's where's Quali? Where's most deaf? Where's the roots? Wait, what does These this have to do? That... What does this have to do about with my computer not being here? I'm still very upset <laughs> about my computer. Well, it, we're I'll saying you, that Jared. you're. Oh, go ahead. I'll tell you. The, the Kanye West and your computer have something in common is that I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> that's not right. I wish I, know, I wish not. your computer would get there, Derek. All I'm saying I, is your FedEx guy your FedEx guy is probably closer to like say I don't Kanye know West. No, no, not Kanye West. Your FedEx guy is probably closer to like Ty Dollar Sign than he is to Kanye West. And the thing is, like yesterday when when they fake delivered it, I had two things coming from FedEx, and one of them got here. One of what my mom, Ms. H, <laughs> sent me to send me the package with all the with all the prizes for the Killer Instinct tournament via FedEx. That showed up in front of my door just fine. Just fine. But the computer down about to get yelled at at work tomorrow. Derek, how come it's taking you so long to put this computer together? Like, that's because it's not, I don't got the goddamn computer. Secret War sucks. It's messed up. That's. Oh, <laughs> uh, your FedEx guy is the Secret Wars of delivery. <laughs> Wait. Okay, quick question. Uh, um, Moses, what are you on? What what are you on? Um, what are you on Skype on? On my phone. If Joe calls you, will you be able to add him to our call? Probably not. Damn it! What like I don't even exit. Like I don't even exit the app. Like when I'm on my phone, <laughs> like I don't lock the screen nothing because I don't want to the slightest thing, and then I can't hear you. Why can't you add? Why him? Why like he just call him? you like everybody else did? Yeah, he he did, All he but it's be- not. Look, it's not giving me the just, opportunity to add. Can you if add If he just him? looks at his recent tab, it'll mm-hmm. say join ongoing call, and that's what I did. Oh, okay. But, you know, I don't know, like, why he's not looking at that. But it was the first thing I saw. That's why, that's what I called that, you know? And then you told me to call Derek, and that didn't work, so I just hit join call again. Okay. I'll tell him to look at his recent tab. You guys can still hear me, right? What? Okay, <laughs> good, good. I was literally <laughs> laying on a... I wanted to go take a nap and lay down because I took my medicine. I was feeling very tired and not well. And instead of going in my... Not that comfortable bed, but more comfortable than the goddamn floor, I laid down on the floor in front of this door waiting for the guy to come. So I don't want to miss him this time. I'm sick laying on the floor waiting for him. Call FedEx and let him know that this guy's not doing his job. I'm going to get him fired. I'm, you know what? Yeah. By, by the end of the day, he's going to be working for U, USPS instead of FedEx. I, obviously, he hates his job, so you're doing He's going to be delivering a newspaper. He's going to be carrying phone books around in a backpack. He's gonna be, that's what he's going to be doing. He's going to be pushing a goddamn shopping cart full of free L.A. weeklies. <laughs> my, my, UP, my USPS guy is awesome. My USPS guy sucks too. I had to, I had to, I had, I used to get Nature Box when they would send me, uh, 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 what do you call it? Healthy snacks, uh, every couple of weeks. 
and and it's, oh, healthy snacks to your door. And I was like, oh, that's great. And then the USPS got got tired of dropping a box off in front of my door, and so they're like, oh. We couldn't deliver it. There was no way to get to your door. And so I would have to drive down to the, uh, drive down to the post office, wait in line just to pick up a goddamn, uh, box of stale chips and, and, uh, and, and what do you call those things? And, and pretzel sticks. My USPS guy doesn't know my apartment complex exists. Yeah, but you have an excuse. You live in the middle of nowhere. It's a, it's cities in writing the name. What? I don't know what that means. <laughs> that yeah. was a cities writing the name? Yeah, That's like how you call like Wat- that fat guy Slim. That doesn't mean it's anything. <laughs> Watford City, so therefore it's a city. How dare you? No, no, it's like, like I said, it's <laughs> it like when you call, when you call the dude with no left hand lefty. Why do they, why do they, why is it called, like, they, it's, it is a city. Why, why, why have the word city? That makes no sense. That's just use a waste of waste of four characters. Look, you know I'm just glad I don't live in Dick and Son. They're they're trying to. That's hilarious. They're they're trying to to make us believe it, Derek. But it's not true. You know what I'm saying? I could drive from one end to the other in three minutes. See, it's not true. That's not actually a city. They're like, no, that's a neighborhood. A that's an LA neighborhood. Not even. It's no. not even a block. Three minutes? You you can't get through one block of downtown LA in three minutes. Well, there's no traffic out here. He, he said thirty, saying? not three. Oh, is it thirty or three? No, three. See, three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's only like Main Street's three? only like a mile and a half, maybe two miles. Yeah, that's Larry's block. Barely. Look, there are too many kids in the street to mess around and get through my block in three minutes. They're going to mess around and stop you because they're going to play like friggin' whatever. Basketball or golf or whatever they're playing in the street. What game is this? Pogs. <laughs> right, because that's what kids in the neighborhood play. Pogs. Jay, are you there? Yeah. All right. Good job. Good job, Moses. Okay, um, hit the intro music. Let's go. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so anyway, um, Scott Rubin, thank you. Uh, Jeffrey's Comics, uh, thank you. Uh, say their number one time for them, Moses. Huh? Give them a call at 310-538-3198. Indeed. And, um, yeah, all that. So we're going to go ahead and do the show. Um, yeah, so there's news. There's plenty of news. Anyway, real quick, I'm sorry. Is anybody else in chat by chance? What do you mean? Anybody what do you mean by anybody else? Anybody in chat? I'm sorry, like, uh, is anybody looking at chat right now that's on the phone is what I'm asking. I'm sorry. I am. I got, yeah, Derek's always Good. in chat. Derek Good. and Tiger Claw. Good. Uh, if you guys want to get down Fantastic Forum tonight, we're going to ask you to call Dead Pixel Live. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, no, Dead Pixel Radio, all one word. Uh, if you're not, like, if you haven't requested them as a friend, do it. Hit the green button. You'll be on with Fantastic Forum. You're going to be the sixth member. So you can do that tonight. 
Um, also, uh, we have our chat room, chat.allgames.com, allgames.com slash chat, where we'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show, such as Derek H. Please insert a witty chat comment right here, sir. Uh, Tiger Claw says, life in California, it can't get FedEx to deliver your package? Hashtag California problem. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. That's so funny. Pieces. Oh, jeez, man. That's the opposite of Wendy. Damn, Tiger Claw. We love Tiger, you anyway, though. Tiger Claw also wants to know what everybody thought about the Suicide Squad trailer. We can talk about that. Did, have you guys seen the new Suicide Squad trailer? with? Uh, I saw it. It has, uh, what, Queen? Right? Yeah. The Queen song? Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Indeed. Love that. that. I, I what do you guys think? Kind of lazy. Why are you lazy? No, I thought that. No, I thought the. I thought the. The trailer the was kind of lazy. Rap these lazy. Yeah. Why? I just. I, I wasn't when I saw it. I was like, oh, let me. I bet you they're gonna have a bunch of slow motion stuff. It just. I. I don't know. It. It. It didn't seem all that original to me, and when everybody else seemed to really think it's the greatest thing ever. And I was like, eh, not really. Like, I'm not that excited for it, to tell you the truth. That's how I was, too. And they should have used Manic Depression by Jimi Hendrix instead. Ooh, that would have been good. What was that song to use for the first one? That was really good. That worked out really good. I never saw that one. It's the, the one where it says... I tried to tell a joke, but the joke was on me or something like that. Oh, that, the, oh. the Gib. I, I told a joke that started the whole world crying. I started, yeah. Started. Yeah, that one really worked. See, so did you not think this one worked either, Oz? Oh, no, I loved it, but you guys are bitching about it. Oh, no, I, I loved it too, honestly. I thought it was great. Like, and don't get me wrong, I mean, I thought the last trailer was okay. Um,. Or even good, I mean, but but the question I have is, like, like what what are you guys more excited for? And, you know, each of you answer for me, please. We'll start with Derek. Derek, what are you more excited for? Batman versus Superman or the Suicide Squad movie? Suicide Squad. Jay, what about you? Uh, Batman, Superman. Got it. Moses, what about you? <laughs> uh, actually, Suicide Squad. Okay. Oscorp, what about you? I'm Batman, Superman, Amber, Suicide Squad. Wait, and and what? Amber, Suicide Squad, because oh, Amber, Suicide, got you, got you. What a shout out to Amber. It's like the, I, 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 I only brought it up because I'm kind of on the fence, but I, you guys won't let me say two. <laughs> That's funny. That's fair. No, see, for me, it's like I'm more excited about the Suicide Squad movie as well. Uh, even though, you know, I mean, I, I think the Suicide Squad movie will actually be a pretty good movie. I'm not sure how Suicide Squad-ish it'll be, but it'll be, I think, more Suicide Squad, at least in at least its most recent incarnation, than Batman v Superman will be Batman and Superman. I think, uh, I, I like to call this, with my comic book expertise, my, you know, 26 odd years of reading comics and dealing with movies and adaptations. 
I call this the Deadpool effect. Which what does that is, mean? They can do whatever they really want with the, these characters because there's been like for like De- Deadpool. It's like if Deadpool isn't a stoic mercenary assassin with a mysterious past or present or whatever, it's fine for this Deadpool. And then if it's Deadpool with a dog that's a Deadpool and a flying severed head, zombie head that's a Deadpool, like, that's okay too. And if it's a Deadpool movie where they actually reference the Avengers movies, then that's cool too. Like, they could do whatever they want with Deadpool, really. Like, Deadpool from his first inception and then his own title and then his title teamed up with other people is... They're different stories involving the same guy and slight tweaks to his personality. Same with with Suicide Squad. It's like any one of those characters with the exception of Harley Quinn and Deadshot, they can probably just do whatever the fuck they want with. See, I I don't know if I would agree with that because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I get where you're coming from because you're like, they're definitely doing their own thing with the Suicide Squad thing because they have like Killer Croc on there, for instance. And he doesn't belong in the Suicide Squad, but he he is. But he could right? be like he, he yeah, in, especially he be. in in the new Fifty Two Suicide Squad, where when one was dying every issue, like they and they could bring someone in new. Like we could just catch them in the middle of a, of a new recruitment thing. I feel you know, like, like Killer Croc. I feel like Killer Croc would get blown up. I feel like exactly he might get blown up in this. Like, he might. I That's feel what like I'm saying. They, like they can do whatever they want. The, the, and then you know, I said, you know, they could do whatever the fuck they want with Deadshot and, and Harley Quinn. I mean, with the exception of those two, I didn't. I didn't throw in Joker because they already did whatever the fuck they want with Joker. So, right. We already know <laughs> that. <laughs> and it, it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. That Joker and the Lex Luthor sound identical to me in those trailers. <laughs> It's messed up how both of them, like, I mean, I, I feel like the Joker, which is, this is really sad to say. This is what, and I guess another one of these reasons why I feel like Suicide Squad will probably be a better movie. But I feel like that Joker has more potential to be an interesting and possibly, like, it, like that Joker feels like it could potentially be in line with the Joker that we all know from the comics, more so than that Lex Luthor to me. Like, that Lex Luthor, I feel like, is, like, a lost cause already. Like, I'm like, there's no that, way... Look, from the I, little I bit think... I've seen, I'm like, they can't bring him back to be the I, Lex Luthor that I would want to see from the comic books. Yeah. Like, it's almost like the gravitas isn't there. <laughs> it isn't. You know, like, it you, isn't. All you could do, like... It, it's almost like... He would be almost like a Darth Vader type character in that movie where he doesn't have to say much. He just, when he does speak, but, and just his look could be imposing. Like, that's mm. what the cartoons did so well. Talking about Lex like, Luthor, right? Lex Luthor yeah. looked like he could kick some ass, you know, like, and he never, he never lifted a finger. He had a what? woman fighting his fights, you know? Right. But, what if, and what? even like the dude, like, I, I said this before and, it's reinforced even now because I, I I'm playing through um the Fables game Wolf Among Us and Bluebeard mm-hmm. in it is voiced by the guy that does um 
that that does uh, Lex Luthor in the cartoons, and they made him look like him. Like it fits that, that like that guy's voice fits Luthor and fits Bluebeard. And if you actually look up the guy, he actually like you shave his head and put him as Lex Luthor in this dark gritty Donald Justice. Like he fit right in. Like th- this young guy doesn't fit the dark gritty thing. Like they lightened up Luther, but darkened up Superman. Like that makes no kind of sense. Yeah, it really doesn't. I wonder if that little piece that they show us is just kind of the way he portrays himself in front of the public. Like you know, you got Superman and Batman there, but they're in their in their alter ego, basically. So Lex Luthor comes in in his alter ego. And then he's in not private, supposed to have an alter ego, though. Nobody knows that. I mean, not, we know it. <laughs> we yeah, we know, like, that's the whole. It. That's the whole gripe. <laughs> we yeah. know what he's supposed to be like. And you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's it's obviously they're movies, and so it's like they're going to be different, and that's what. But I guess yeah. Again, I, I've said it a million times already, but. I feel like Marvel has kind of spoiled me. I get used to seeing characters on the screen now that feel like they're ripped from the pages of the books that I read. And DC is not doing that for me anyway. Well, did did you guys uh, watch the, like, DC Presents last night on CW? I I didn't watch it last night, but I did see it, like, for the Justice League stuff. Did you watch the Wonder Woman stuff? No, I missed the Wonder Woman one. I, I saw the ones on uh, Aquaman and Cyborg and on uh, Flash. Wonder Woman is supposed to have some co- sort of like period uh, feel, and not, no pun intended. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's like a World War Two thing, and it it kind of makes me think that they're trying to they're kind of doing it right because they're they're following the the first Avenger. Um, model, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. where right. they kind of like throw that and bring it into the modern time. Mm-hmm. That's cool, but we don't know how they'll execute it. That's just what the feel I get. Well, that means that Chris Pine won't be back for any sequels then, because if he's Steve Trevor <laughs> in the 1940s, that 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 means more money for Wonder Woman. Agent Carter. <clears throat> That's true. Oh yeah, Agent That's Carter true. came back. Chris I Pine was... might get his own TV show. Yeah, really. People are people are pining for pining. People are pining for a Steve Trevor show. I got it. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see what happens to Wonder Woman's boyfriend. That's what I want to know. Well, look, you say that as if people were like, "What would happen?" What I wonder what happened to Captain America's girlfriend. But nobody was really saying that. But then we they saw did Agent it, Carter, and people were like, "You know what? This is actually pretty damn good." Like, yeah. I, like, I know, I, I have the premiere on my DVR. Have like, you watched it I haven't yet? watched it yet. No, that, that says a lot right there. But I Wait, will. what premiere? Hmm? Agent Carter's back. You said you have the premiere? Yeah, oh, the premiere back came already? back, la- it came back yesterday. Yeah, two hours special. <laughs> two hours special, right, and before the- that, before that, it had the Captain America 75 <clears throat> year special. Shit. Alright, we need to Which, end on time today. That's hilarious. <laughs> Got you. Which, uh, that, that actually segs into our next story, because at the end of that, they actually premiered the 
um, the the or announced the Steve Rogers Captain America comic book, which has Steve Rogers coming back uh, as Captain America. Uh, which you know, of course he he'll. I don't know how it's gonna happen, but he'll be younger again, and he'll be picking up the mantle of Captain America. They showed like the cover, and they showed his new costume and uh, his new shield, and it's pretty terrible. Which is sad. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> it's really sad, huh? I'm happy to hear you say that. Oh, I haven't man, had any me. Marvel. I haven't had any objectivity from you in like probably no. all of last year. No, that's not true, man. Like I'm always objective. Like I'm no. like I I am. Like I, like I know people think I'm this Marvel fanboy. It's like and I don't I won't you know, I understand that I have a predisposition to the way that Marvel does comics. Like I like the way we, they do we comics. It's right. a horrible shield. It's it's terrible. If you're gonna go with that classic shape, you put the classic colors on it, right? Dude, wait. First of all, the costume in and of itself is so bad, which is just like, it's weird to me. Like, well, well here, let's let me say this. Let me start by saying this. So the book is gonna be called Steve Rogers, Captain America. So it it will be a companion book to Sam Wilson's Captain America. So really? both of those really? characters. Let's be honest. Sam Wilson's Captain America is done. I mean, they're just they're well finishing out whatever contracts they have to fulfill, but it's I don't, done. I don't think so. Because here's the thing: they're done it, with a black guy. Marvel, black people, you had your shot. Is over. Here's the thing: I would have agreed with you, Derek, but the reality is, there's no promises. Like, I'm sure there's no like long term contract for Sam Wilson's Captain America. It's like all it is. It's like all they're doing is. They're deciding to let Sam Wilson be Captain America 2, which actually falls in line with what Marvel's been doing because now, like, this is the fourth hero that we'll have two of in the Marvel Universe. Starting with two Hawkeyes and then going to two Thors and then two Spider-Men and now we have two Captain Americas. Oh my god, you see what they're doing? I'm looking looking at the at the cover and, yeah, you do have Steve Rogers in the front and way, way in the back is... Is Wilson? You it's not doing, way though. in the back. He's way. he's behind Sharon Carter, but in front of Nomad. Like that's For, fair. This is this is Marvel not. Bucky, I mean, come on. This is Marvel wanted to have their cake and eat it too, because they didn't want to get it. Look, Black Lives Matter was a big deal. They're gonna wait for that to die down. But the guys in Marvel was like, yeah, but uh, we still. And then and then for a little while. The, the feminist stuff, uh, was, was important. But Marvel was like, you know what? We'll make everybody happy, but we still want, we, like, we still want our, our, our white, white guys being the heroes, right? We, they, well, they, how we, they all knew that, Notice that every one of these, was coming back. Every one of the ones you just named that has, like, multiple ones, one is a, quote, diverse character, but the original white guy character is still there and still, Gonna be the main guy. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. <coughs> Corrections Everyone. and retractions. I did not know that shield split into two. That's badass. I'm on board. Let's do that's, this. That's not badass. That's lame as hell. That's the thing. The shield will split into two pieces, and it's like it, it's nostalgic. Neither, no, it's uh, well, the design is Nick somewhat stagic. nostalgic. 
No, but oh. but it being like offensive like that, that's like eighties shit. Like the the how bad it looks is eighties shit. Like that's, that's hilarious. The whole the the fact what I was gonna say before is the fact that Sam Wilson's Captain America costume, which is doing the most in a lot of areas, looks more reminiscent of the original Captain America costume than when Captain America, the original Captain America comes back is a really bad idea. Like I, I just don't get it. Like you could have given him a different shield and put him in a updated version of the old costume or put him in like even if you put him in like the movie costume, you know what I'm saying? Or something more along those lines. That would have been fine. But this costume's not doing it, man. It doesn't feel like Captain America. It has red, white, and blue in it, but it doesn't feel like Captain America's costume. It feels like Captain a bad Fence. US agent costume. <laughs> a rejected US agent. That might that might be a rejected US agent costume. It might be. Because, you know, be. um, look, a little preview to what we'll be talking about later, talking about Swamp Thing. That Swamp Thing book felt like something that Len Wein wrote 25 years ago that never got printed, <laughs> and now they're doing it. <laughs> but anyway, I digest. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I was really disappointed when, when this email came into our uh, into our inbox, and I actually, like, saw the costume and everything and I was just like because I mean I'm not mad at Captain America coming back we all like I said we all knew it was happening before Civil War like we all knew that but for him to come back and for him to like I feel like this is like a fake Captain America which is sad because he's Steve Rogers but I don't know I don't like the way the shield action thing works where it splits into two I don't know like you know I don't like the costume. I don't, you know, I don't know how he's going to get younger again, but hey, I'm sure Marvel will tell us a good story in that regard. Uh, I think it's Nick Spencer that's going to be doing, yes, yeah, Nick Spencer that's going to be doing the writing and Jesus Sias that's going to be doing the art. Oh, Nick Spencer's doing it? Yeah, Nick Spencer's oh, doing the... So we'll know it's going to be like flat and uninspired. <laughs> uh, Daniel Acuna did Look, the I didn't design. hear no. I didn't hear a no, Moses. You're wrong. Well, here's the thing. I, I Nick Nick Spencer for me is a guy like he. I love his dialogue. Like Look, he's when, good. He's good at creator own. He's mediocre or uh, slightly above average at at superhero books. I, I mean, I think it, uh, you know he could do good at, at Captain America, but we'll see. He could. Like Captain America might be editorial. Captain America. Might be in his wheelhouse. Might be. But I don't know. Depends and, you know, on what have... this story is about. I mean, did right. he write 500.1 for Iron Man? The one where he goes to, to AA? I think he did. Yeah. He's good at that. Because that had nothing yeah. to do with Iron Man being a superhero. It had yeah, to, with true. Tony Stark being one of the people. Which is, yeah. that's his creator own shit. Like, he brought his creator own load and shot it all over Iron Man. Uh huh, and and then going back to whatever what you were saying before too, Derek. Where you know, I I think Marvel has been doing actually a pretty good job at having like these dual heroes because I don't feel like the female Hawkeye is a lesser Hawkeye than 
the original or a Hawkeye. more Hawkeye, for that matter. Yeah, which is like which, a different Hawkeye. Which one's showing up in the movie? Honestly, at at some point, which one's going to show up like in the a better Hawkeye? Which one's showing up on the toys? Which one? Which one's going to well, be showing up? Well, the toys, up? the toys are from the movie. Okay, which one's showing up in the movie? <laughs> okay, okay, hey, that's fair. Can't there's argue a Thor, that. There's a Thor the movie Lord coming out. Not a black Captain America, not. A uh, a black Spider Man that's gonna be in any movie. There's not gonna be a female Thor in any movie yep. or a female Hawkeye. So and remember look, when you when win those, that battle. When all those books came out, people were excited. I was excited about I was excited about a female Thor. I was excited about Black Spider Man. I was excited about uh Black Captain America. But when it comes to moving that stuff forward and actually, you know, following through, Mar was like, Well, that's just come on, guys. We're not really gonna have the black people and the women out there. Come on, we gotta get the white guys. Come on, you you know. And even you just said <laughs> See, we all knew. We all we all knew that the white guys were coming back. Come on, we all knew. See, but that's the thing. Like, I don't like. For me, I don't have a problem with those people not showing up in the movies now because I feel like they very well could show up in the movies later. And, and I appreciate 40 acres the and a fact. Mule. 40 acres and a mule is what it is. <laughs> and and I appreciate the fact that if you're going to tell those stories, which you may or may not, but if you would tell those stories, that you have the people that lay the foundation for that first. Because I don't want, like, I wouldn't want Spider-Man to show up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and it just be Miles Morales out of nowhere. That would be weird to me. Like, what I want to see is an Easter egg where they're, like, saving a hospital from being, like, or they fight through a hospital. And then in the delivery room, you see Morales, like, right on the little <laughs> chart. Like, that would be... Yeah. That would be wild. But, yeah. And, and I don't know. I mean, I like I just, I just feel like I don't know how the dynamic between Captain America and Captain America are going to be. But in the realm of these other heroes, so far it's been really good. I mean, like, I don't feel like the female Thor is plays second fiddle to to Odin's son. You know what I'm saying? To the male Thor. Like, if anything, it's the other way around. Like, the female Thor is the main Thor in the comics right now. The same way, and you know, it's like, I mean, I'm sure when Ragnarok comes around, that'll change some. But as for right now, which it's been, you know, a few years yeah, now. I mean, is it Ragnarok? The next one? Yeah. Yeah, that's the next Thor, right? Thor Ragnarok? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the next one. Because the last one was. What? The Dark World. Right. Yeah, the next one's Ragnarok. So when that comes around, you'll probably oh, yeah, get Thor with his hammer back. But. But the female Thor's been doing her thing for a little while now. Same way with, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Sam Wilson as Captain America hasn't been happening for that long, but it's been happening a decent amount of time. And for me, I, you know, I guess because I think, I think like in the old school comic terms, when Steve Rogers comes back, I would have thought that Sam Wilson would have either given up the mantle of Captain America altogether and just been, like, Falcon again, or he maybe would have taken on a different moniker. Like, you know, like, almost like how, uh, like a, you know, I don't know, 
I don't know, like a Nightwing-ish kind of thing. You know what I mean? But that didn't happen. Marvel's just like, they're, they can both be Captain America. And it's like, you know what? I guess they can be. Because that's what we're used to now. Because, like, Miles Morales, even though his book hasn't come out yet, Miles Morales, in a lot of ways, feels like, as far as New York's concerned, like, he's going to be New York Spider-Man. Because Peter Parker's off being the world Spider-Man. That sounds a little weird, but that's what it is. It does sound like I was about to get mad, but I'm like, wait a minute. Like, that, yeah, it, Spidey's international. Right, that's Spidey. what I'm saying. It's like, Spidey how, promoted him. How'd that work out yeah. for Batwing? <laughs> for for who for Batwing? Yeah, when when Batman International like, well, you're gonna, you're going to be the Africa Batman and you're going to be the 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 Saudi Arabia Batman. You're going to be the Japan Batman. Where are those see, guys at now? See, but that's here's Nobody the thing. Cares about those guys. It's, it's like Bat Batwing, which you know, don't get me wrong, I'm a fan of Batwing. I, I think I think Batwing is a cool ass character, at least the original Batwing. But what I'm saying to you is this. There's a difference between saying, hey, you're going to be the Batman of where you're from. Then there is being saying, you're going to be the Spider-Man where I'm from. Because I have to be Spider-Man other places. It's like, that's a different thing. It's like Peter Parker, they gave them both a, a, both a promotion. Like Miles Morales isn't that alternate reality Spider-Man anymore. He's the main reality Spider-Man as far as New York is concerned. Which is where Peter Parker was. He's a side. But then they're like, Spider-Man. okay, what we're gonna do with Peter Parker now is we're gonna make him the world Spider-Man. He, this fool is friggin' swinging from buildings in Shanghai. So instead of being Spider-Man him... for the Ultimate Universe, mm-hmm. now he gets to be Spider-Man's sidekick. He's not Spider-Man's sidekick because Spider-Man's not in New York. Okay. That's what makes it awesome. Okay. He's doing the same thing that Peter Parker was doing. And let's, Peter let's, Parker's doing something different. Let's throw him a bone so they don't pick it. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, we don't want any protests, so we'll let him. We'll let him have. We'll let him have New York. Sure. I remember on this show we were just like, well, when we, because we all, of course, we all know that Miles Morales was coming into the six one six, which is, I guess, technically Earth Prime now, right? <laughs> but we knew that the 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 Prime Earth in the Marvel Universe was going to be filled with some of these Ultimate Universe characters. So, you know, we had the discussion on this show. Like, well, what are they going to call Miles Morales? How, what, how is he, how are they going to differentiate Miles Morales as Spider-Man from Peter Parker as Spider-Man? And it turned out all they did was make Peter Parker be the amazing Spider-Man like he's always been. No, and Miles how Morales come, will just be Spider-Man. DC does this so much better. You know what? DC is better at really? this than... Because DC is like, oh, that Flash, that Flash is dead. This is a new Flash. And that guy's a new Flash for like 10, 15 years. The Green Lantern, oh, that Green Lantern's dead. This is a new Green Lantern. Five years of this new Green Lantern. No, that's not how DC does it. Right. <laughs> They've got like six or seven Earth Green Lanterns right now. <laughs> that that That's, that's not even counting Power Ring. <laughs> Look, poor poor Simon Baz just disappeared. <laughs> like, no one even knows what happened to the Muslim Green Lantern with the ski mask. He just disappeared. And replaced by the chick who's not even really in the Green Lantern Corps. Right, right. It's like, no, this fool literally just disappeared, Derek. 
that's what happens, I guess, when you're friggin' Muslim and a Green Lantern. Sometimes yeah, no, no, people just disappear. You yeah. No, notice how it's always the minorities that are that are that are disappeared. <laughs> hey, I'm not disagreeing with you. Well, I'm just saying. Wait, look, chick- that that's how DC does it. Right. <laughs> I'm, all I'm saying is, right now, at least Marvel's like, listen, the 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 minority or the new the new version of these characters can exist alongside the old versions, and it's like, you can't. How can you be mad at that? I, I like, get rid of the old version. If it was up to me. I don't if someone had version. asked me, I'd have been like, "Well, ca- well, uh, Sam Wilson can't be Captain America." If they had asked me, and that's just because it didn't even occur to me that they could both exist at the same time. But I guess they can, and I guess they will. <laughs> well, they, they they will until the until all the racist people go back to buying the real Captain America, and Marvel quietly cancels uh, Black Captain America. All the racist people stopped buying comics like twenty years ago. <laughs> as soon as soon as Sue Richards started talking, they're like, "Bump this!" Yeah, I'm out. no, it's, it's <laughs> not now. They're they're consumed with like who they're gonna vote for. They have too many good candidates. That's hilarious. <laughs> You're too crazy, Moses. Don't you can't call Republicans racist outright. That's not right. That's not right. Why not? Fox News calls me like liberal, and I'm not even that liberal. I'm like That's a, true. Uh, I'm like a, a what you call it Republican. What's his name? Rockefeller. I'm like that. Like all I care about is money, but individual <laughs> responsibilities. That's on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they call me liberal. They do. Well, you know you're Mexican. Well, yeah. He said, "Well, yeah." <laughs> like, I want to get one of those El Chapo shirts. <laughs> That was so wild. Remember when oh, I used to wear Sean those? Penn. <laughs> huh? Remember when I used to wear those type of shirts? It was awesome. El Chapo shirts? Yeah, those like flary like that shirt he was wearing in that interview. Oh, I'm sorry. I do like I thought you were talking about a shirt with El Chapo on it, but you're talking about the ones that he was wearing. Got you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, yes. there's a whole thing like they they started selling those started selling like crazy <clears throat> after he got caught. Like that's funny. the those ugly like paisley purple shirts. Yeah, I remember when that fool escaped. They were like, you know what? This fool's tunnel. They were like, it's a it's a it's a mini minor engineering marvel. It was up to code. <laughs> look, his name, look, 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 <laughs> Larry, this Larry, tunnel, what, this tunnel's amazing. <laughs> Larry, what you guys don't understand is that he walked out through the door. He didn't walk out. <laughs> <laughs> that tunnel, that tunnel is for show. Like he paid his way out. Oh, did but, he? Yeah. Like that dude. Like even right now, like like him getting caught like this, it's mm-hmm. it, it, he's yeah. It, it, him getting caught is probably his plan to like destroy ISIS. That's hilarious. El, Ch- El Chapo is gonna be like, I got ISIS. Well, they <laughs> they destroyed a full a whole ship full of drugs that he was sending over to Dubai. Oh, ISIS so, did. No, yeah, ISIS destroyed the boat, so he's like, "Fuck that!" And then after that, then now he's getting got caught. Like, nah, it, it, yeah, it, there's something in the works here. But also, okay. that nickname El Chapo that means mm-hmm. gopher, gopher. Like, <laughs> so oh, it you does? know, yeah. So that that alone is like, you know, 
Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna dig his way out. Or like you. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Cool. So, what else is going on in the comic space, fellas? Um, nothing much. <laughs> we uh, we uh, didn't talk. Of, we we. Oh, go ahead. What? No, go ahead. I was gonna say. I was gonna say uh, something. But wait till you're uh, done. I mean, as far as news goes, that we would talk about this kind of comic related. Star Wars Episode Eight is pushed back to 2017. The end of twenty. The end of 2017. El Chapo just took him out. Uh oh! Look, it was Lucas. Well, I guess it's not Lucas anymore. It's the mouse. Sorry. Oh, there you Chapo go. Chapo actually means short. Somebody, so. somebody <laughs> called my phone. <laughs> oh, sorry. Almost, yeah. But they're um, pushing. Why are you apologizing? I don't. I don't know. I felt bad. I felt bad for it. Oh, I thought maybe it wasn't you my called phone. them. No, I didn't call. Them. <laughs> uh, episode eight got pushed back to the end of 2017. Yeah. When was it supposed to come out? Uh, May like twenty sixth. The middle of twenty seventeen? What? May twenty sixth. Oh. I don't I yeah. mean I, I'm not mad at that. I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? That's all about money. That's all that that shows you how much money controls everything because they're like, Oh, we this one usually Christmas is when you when you dump a movie and you think it's gonna do okay but not great. But now because Star Wars has changed it so that now it's the it's they dumped it where there's literally nothing, no real competition for it. Competition. There's 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 no nobody else out there to go up against it. So it makes a lot more sense that instead of having a big summer blockbuster, they have this movie that just coasts through, that just blows through the the winter months with making a billion dollars again. Is that a is that a bad thing? Are you mad at them for that, Derek? I'm mad at I'm mad at everybody today. About everything. Oh, got it. <laughs> Fet, Welcome FedEx to my delivery. world. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is a bad FedEx delivery day for Moses. <laughs> Look, I, I'm mad. I'm mad at them for doing this. Uh, not because they pushed it back. I, I'm mad at it because I'm afraid this is gonna be the the Star Wars thing is gonna be the 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 Hobbit. You know, like the first one was great, and even though it had its issues, but I was like, I was happy to go see it. It's like, yeah, I get to relive my 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 young adult winters of waiting for the the Lord of the Rings trilogy to come out, and then the Hobbit did it, and then they progressively got not as awesome. And this might be like Star Wars. I'm afraid Star Wars is going to go that route. That would be pretty sad. Yeah, but I think that's that's what's gonna happen. So, yeah, basically, it says Ooh. Star Wars Eight originally scheduled for May twenty sixth will now debut in December fifteenth, on December fifteenth, twenty seventeen. The move follows an extraordinary extraordinary success of Star Wars: The Force Awakens, which was the first Star Wars movie to premiere in December. In the popular holiday movie-going corridor, it smashed numerous records, including biggest domestic and global debuts of all time, as well as the biggest domestic second and third weekends, en route to becoming the highest-grossing domestic release of all time 
with over $861 million. And the third biggest global release ever with $1.887 billion. So it's probably going to take that. I hope they're not setting, I hope they're not setting themselves up for a disappointment. (laughs) Like, I think they should have done, kept this one in May and then the third one due in December. But what do I know? But then if they keep it in May, then they have to go up against all like those, like the Marvel movies and probably another DC movie and all that stuff, right? Yeah, but that's the thing. If it comes out, if it comes out in December and it's not like, look, does anybody like, did anybody see Looper? I'll take that as a no. I saw it. I guess, I guess not. Yeah. No, I saw it. I saw it. It was good. Like, do you have faith faith in Ryan Johnson doing a Star Wars movie? The director of Looper. Looper was fine. That's not what I asked. Who's writing it? Um, probably the same people, but. Then I'm good. Really? It was. It it seemed like it was. No, because the people that wrote Seven just took number one and changed some names around and there you go. They made sure they made sure it was popular for everybody. There was no real and I'm not, I'm not gonna start crapping on Force Awakens. It's a good movie. The but it, <laughs> there's no there wasn't I, I didn't I don't see a I don't see a whole lot of vision coming for for this next one or, or like hmm. it's kinda it's like you know you know how Fast and the Furious was a huge movie even though it sucked because it didn't matter? Like it didn't matter if it was a good movie or not. It was like a, a spectacle movie, and I got a feeling that's what that's what Star Wars is turning into. It was like it didn't matter but if it's a that's what great I'm afraid of. I, I guess I don't. Know. I could see that happening. I mean, if that's what it's turning into, and that's what I'm afraid of, then I guess it doesn't matter when it comes out, right? I I think there'll be enough of a story there that it'll be good. Like because it's not. I mean, oh, I don't feel like poor, the Force Awakens. Poor naive, Larry. I'm just saying the the Force Awakens didn't break all these records just because of Star Wars. I it has it no. It I don't think that's true because <clears throat> it wasn't like. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely not. It uh, no. By no means is it like in the same league as the original trilogy, but. It's not like just some is, mess up on a screen that happens to have Star Wars attached to it. It's it's a story that people can relate to on a lot of different levels and with characters that people like and can relate to. It's I like, can name I can name three. I know Joe could do five, but I'm gonna go with three. Um, three Star Wars Dark Horse comics that are better than The Force Awakens. Oh, dude. You can. There's plenty of Dark Horse comics that are better than The Force Awakens. Almost all the Marvel comics are better than The Force Awakens. Here's what I'm saying, though. Like, if you compare it to, say, for instance, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is a much more fluff film than Star Wars The Force Awakens. And people loved Guardians of the Galaxy. People love being fluffed. 
But no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's not like, you know, like, like, but doesn't no that, doesn't really that had... prove that, doesn't that prove your point? That, like, it got, it got all those records because it's Star Wars? If, if no. Guardians of the Galaxy was Star Wars, it would have made all that money, too. Well, but no, no, here's the thing where Star Wars would have made more money than Guardians of the Galaxy no matter what, just because it's Star Wars. But there's a difference between, like, it could have made less money. We all realize that. Like, it could have only been okay, and it would have made less money. Maybe not, you know, I mean, I think it actually would have made significantly less money. It still would have been enough to be successful as Star Wars, as far as Star Wars goes, but it didn't have to be the international success that it's been. And I think the reason it is what it is is because people watched it and were like, you know what? I like this. And it's like, I don't like it just because it's Star Wars. Like, there's something there. And I think that will continue into this next film. Now, that might just be me being optimistic. Hmm? I think I think even the people that watched it more than once watched it more than once because it's Star Wars. I I watched it more than once. It wasn't because it was Star Wars. I, yeah, I, 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 I've only watched it once, and I'm gonna watch it again. But I'm gonna watch it a second time just because it's Star Wars. But also because <laughs> I like it. Yeah, a lot of people I, watching it like over it. again. I mean, I, I look. I I know it's faults and everything, but the thing is, look. Joe read all these books, all these comics, played Knights of the Old Republic. I don't have to do any of that anymore. I can just start reading Poe Dameron, which comes out on Marvel <laughs> in, in a couple months. That's right. my expanded universe right there. I could start. Right. I could start getting into the expanded universe. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be great. <laughs> See, I don't, and I guess for, for me, I'm like, you know, don't get me wrong. I, I can't compete with Joe in regards to how many expanded universe novels I've read, but I've read my fair share of expanded universe novels and played the games. It's like, you know, I mean, I'm a guy that owns, like I played <coughs> Knights of the Old Republic and owned Knights of the Old Republic uh, one and two, you know, and friggin' did the force. I mean, the force unleashed one and two. And it's like, I love it, but it was like, at the end of the day, it's like, this Star Wars movie, it could have been bad, but it wasn't. It was good, and it was like, it's okay for us to be okay with that, and, you know, maybe, like, here, there's nothing wrong with hoping the second one will be better, because, like you said, we can definitely all see the faults in it, but I don't think it's, I don't think we have to worry. I don't, I don't think we do, but who knows? This next one might come out, and we'll be like, "Oh no, it's like it's it's all falling apart," which would be really sad. I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't think so either. Well, you know me, I, I'm afraid of. I always that. I guess that's why you and I, Larry, <clears throat> like mesh so well because you're so optimistic and I'm so cynical. Like I just assume <laughs> it's gonna be shit. Like. <laughs> Not even assume, like, if I assumed I could just accept it and deal with it, but I fear right. that it's going to be shit, which right. is even worse. Yeah. Because I hate it the whole time up to <laughs> up to December 15th, 2017. It's going to be right. shit. Is it like, possible even, to... like, watching the back to the Suicide Squad trailer, it's like, 
like I'm not even invested in this movie like that. Like I had good Suicide Squad already on Arrow, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. I I don't give a shit about <clears throat> this, but like I didn't like seeing Will Smith on it for some reason. And I like well, it's Will Smith. Because he's not white. <laughs> Maybe. But it's Look, like ne- next year he, the but, Academy the will is, give him his Oscar nomination for that. Well, that's the thing. It's like his acting chops. He could do a really like he, he could be a, in a good in a solo Deadshot movie. They could do a really good movie with his acting chops. You know. Mm-hmm. And just uh, something about this movie, I'm like, I don't want to see him. But if they decided like it, it, five years ago, they decided to just do a Deadshot movie and not give a fuck about anything and just put him in it, it would have probably been awesome. Yeah, it would have been DC's Deadpool. It would have been like DC's Captain America: First Avenger. <laughs> wow, you guys know this. Not saying that live... that's my favorite one, but it, it it was a good starting point. We live in a world now where they moved the Star Wars movie because they didn't want to compete with Fast and Furious Eight. <laughs> well, FedEx was supposed to deliver the script, but nobody was home. But is but don't get it don't get it twisted, Derek. Though this isn't a thing where they're like, oh, we're not sure we can compete. It was just more like, well, why even compete if we can get bigger games on this end, right? Fast and Furious Eight is a big enough blockbuster where it's even a blip on the Star Wars is like, ugh. But y'all, you guys made it that. I didn't make it that. I think you did, Derek. You like Derek. With you your webs- Look, his website promoting car races on film, like, there was no, not that many car action sequences on film until his website came out. <laughs> Derek, you, you, inadvertently, you inadvertently spawned the Fast and Furious series yourself. VARaces.com is a great site, and I wish I'd put more into it. And somebody actually came and said they wanted to take it over from me. But I love car chases so much, I was like, hell no. You can't have my website. I'm going to go back and like, they were like, we'll, we'll take it over. We want to like re- revamp it and do all this. I was like, no, it's mine. And then I was like, I don't got time to do nothing on that site. Even though <laughs> Honestly, after VARaces.com came out, like, that, you know, they had car scenes in all sorts of like spy thriller and shit. Like <clears throat> the, the, that, uh, the one born movie had crazy car action sequence. I call it Carcata. The first, but, the first Carcata, born movie. The first one. The first born movie actually won the VA Races Award for uh, best car chase the year, the year it came out. It had an incredible car chase featuring a, that car chase was amazing. Yeah, featuring a nice Mini Cooper. Yeah. Yep, that's the one. Look, isn't it crazy that we live in a world where a Transformers movie doesn't have, like, the coolest car chases in existence? Like, that's weird, right? Like, I I know in my mind, I'm like, if I made a Transformers movie, I would have the best car chase in the history of cinema. That's Michael Bay. my car could turn into a robot. Michael Bay is, like, he, he... I think he has, like, something... I guess this is going to sound weird, but I think he kind of hates the audience. 
and I think he hates I think he hates the industry. And this is kind of his way of like kind of hate fucking the industry by making these movies. He's like because... Kanye West in that sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of what he is. He's like, you know what? You guys suck. I could do better, but I'm not going to. Instead, instead, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna feed you crap, and you're gonna love it because that's what you love. You're pigs, and then <laughs> people love it, and so he just sits there jerking off to it. I hate people. Oh, I don't love those Transformers movies. I'll tell you that. They rebooted them. They rebooted them worse. How do you reboot? They the <laughs> Re- Reboot down. Yeah. They're like, oh, they're going to fix all the stupid stuff. They're like, oh, no. No, we're going to add even more stupid stuff on top of the stupid right. stuff we already we're, had before. We're, we're doubling down on the terrible. <laughs> it's like, Why? Well, no, trust me. Like, I was, I was mad at Jay. I was mad at Jay because when he went to go see that that Dinobot movie, and you know, and I, I was mad at him just as a fan because I was like, I know Jay, and I know the kind of fan he is, and he shouldn't go support those movies. And he told me, you know, I was like, I asked him, I'm like, was it as bad as I thought it was with the Grimlock and the Prime writing on the back of him? And he was like, yeah. But what he didn't tell me was that all the Transformers are riding on the back of all the Dinobots. And I was like, dude, you should have told me that. Because I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I should not have to have found that out on my own on the internet and just been angry for the whole day. Like, I was angry the whole day. I'm just happy you didn't see the movie. Like, okay, the worst thing I could have thought, I already know. So I'm just going to try to enjoy a, a schmeckle of this movie. And then you see all of them riding Dinobot. Dude, so I still haven't seen the movie. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not gonna say I'll never watch it, but I'm, I'm not watching it anytime soon. Like, yeah, look, I saw, I saw Fantastic Four before I saw that Transformers movie. Yeah. Here's, here's, I'm not here's the problem. Or Ant Man. This, uh, that Transformers sure. movie has such. It, it, Michael Bay hates the audience so much. There's a scene where the where where one of the heroes. Pulls out a card from his back pocket and says, "This card says it's okay for me to have sex with underage girls." Right. That's messed up. That's in the movie, and then, then there's a close up yeah. of the card. I'm like, "What the?" Like, that's Michael Bay telling you people he hates all of you, and you're still gonna watch right. it. It's messed up. It's really messed up. I don't get it, but hey, whatever, whatever. Why even have that? The girl looks like she's 25. Like it doesn't make any sense. Why even have that? And like what? And and nobody. And on top of that, not one executive. Because Michael Bay doesn't have Final Cut. One executive could have said, "You know what? Those forty-five seconds, we don't need that in the movie. It's not going to change anything. Let's cut that out." No, no, right. nobody right. said anything. Right. And it's like I don't believe that you know Michael Bay by any means, is trying to have sex with underage, you know, girls that can't consent. Oh, I'm sure he has already. But but I do believe that he has a friend who has a son that might be trying to do it. No, you it's know? not even... No, it's not that... Like, if you look... If you Google Michael Bay girlfriend, they all look like they've been on this casting couch for barely legal video series. Yeah. Like they're, they're they all look like slightly post pubescent. 
So it's for him, you're saying? Oh, yeah. I, I think anytime... That's why I get disturbed when I watch certain things on film or in stories, because if it's, like, too crazy, I'm like, no, I think this director really wants to do this, but he has the wherewithal. I don't know if I can use wherewithal here, but you could tell me, Larry, <laughs> if I'm not or not. You can use it. You got it. <laughs> but he, he, they have the wherewithal. You know, I don't want to sound too smart. I want to be one of the people. But... um. <laughs> You know, it's like they had the wherewithal to like just make people act it out in movies because they secretly want to, but they have the wherewithal to not actually do it. Notice nobody's dating nobody underage or forcing them to blow them at gunpoint in any of the X Men movies because Brian Singer does it in real life. Living vicariously. Wow. Words too. (laughs) Wait. So, so that doesn't happen because Brian Singer's just like bump it. I'll just I, I have my outlet. I, yeah, he did it. So he's like he's not he doesn't do it in the movies. But That's you know, movies up. like I don't know movies with these crazy rape scenes that like make me cringe, and then I feel weird about myself for coming. Like I don't like that. <laughs> you know, it's oh kind of interesting. Uh, I, knew Joe, wrote, uh, I know Joe had something to say about this. Go ahead. No, I can't think of the guy's name, but he wrote that book that I stopped reading because they uh, stopped focusing on my favorite characters. Uh, the reason I hate that, or one of the reasons I don't like the final countdown. Um, there's basically this story where he uh, couldn't write anymore, so he went on hiatus to like write a book like for himself and it's all about this dude that like wants to rape girls and he gets mad at like other guys that rape girls because he wants to do it but he stops himself and it's like that's really that's your you project like (laughs) (laughs) exactly man that's hilarious that's your you project But there's I, there's several movies where I've seen that like there's a <laughs> there's a movie I, I maybe Derek has seen this movie called Funny Games. Funny Games? It's called Funny What? Funny Games. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. So like kids break into that couple's home and start like torturing them, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a rape scene with the. With uh, not Nicole Kidman, but the other Australian blonde that looks like her, um, Kate, something. Winslet. No, other Kate. By the way, Blanchett? I just I just Googled no. Michael Bay girlfriend, and I think I'm on the list somewhere now. Ah. <laughs> so thanks. But there... but this funny, it's the the lady from the Rings. Oh, I'm sorry, from the Ring, the American Ring. Um, but basically, in that movie, they get tortured. The family gets tortured, and and the, the woman gets raped. And then it turns out that that director made that movie twice. Like in the German movie, the original version was made by him, and then he directed the American remake. <laughs> so I'm like, man, he really wanted to do that. Look, the Salma Hayek has a movie out called Everly, which I thought was gonna be a. Uh, action movie about like a female assassin or something, but it's basically she plays a prostitute who gets like it's basically torture porn for ninety minutes. I'm like, 
Salma Hayek doesn't have to make this movie. Like, she's, like, she wanted to make this movie for some strange reason. There's something, you know, people, people are doing these projects because, not because they have to, because they want to. And that's when I start saying, you know what, I don't need, I don't need to be a part of this. You work that stuff out on your own. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to participate. Mm. Same thing for comic books. There's comic books the same way. I'm just trying to bring. This oh back yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. All the all those uh, those bondage fairies and all those. They're like that because only like Joe and like three other people read them. Yeah, man. Those <laughs> man, it sucks that I lost those. <laughs> <laughs> but at least like uh, Joe. At least I can talk to Joe and just say, Joe, why do you like this? And then he finds some humor in some page where it's not a bondage fairy getting anally fucked. And the, the, ba- the bad part yeah. is, though, when for like hentai and anime and stuff like that, there's some of it is actually good. So you're, you're, you get caught where you're like, oh, I like Girls and Panzer because it's about this, like, about a school of, of young girls where, with, tight panties, but they're in these awesome tanks with these great action scenes, but really, some guy wanted to write a story about young girls in panties and tanks. So, like, but still, it's, they actually did a good job with it, so you're kind of trapped when you're looking at it. It's good, but you know it's kind of pervy. But it's still good. I don't remember yeah. panties in that series. There's there's some panties. There's some panties. They, they, they go, uh, like they go swim. That- they go the swimming a lot. Guns, it, it happens on that one. And they go swimming a lot. They're 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 sitting in, in in the bathtub for some reason talking. Like, why are you guys doing this talk, having this conversation <laughs> in the bathtub? Okay, sure. Women have conversations in the bathtub all the time. You're talking about what? Who? Um, no, it's it's probably me. Uh, just not remembering, but double check to make sure you're talking about the right thing. Yeah, girls and Panzer. I'm probably wrong. Look, I don't watch a whole bunch of, uh, uh, look, the fact that there could be more than one Japanese animation about <laughs> young girls in panties <laughs> driving around in tanks, that should tell you something right there. It's like, maybe there's a different one. <laughs> oh, what's wrong with tanks? <laughs> Joe's got you there. Nothing wrong with tanks. Exactly, right? Um, So, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, The Walking Dead 150 came out, like, I want to say a week ago, if I'm not mistaken. How great was that? It was pretty darn good, actually. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, I think, I think, um, the thing that's probably most noteworthy of the whole deal is that they had, they had, a, of course, they had a, more than a few, uh, uh, variant covers. Mm-hmm. But one of them. Did they have was, a white um, one? Yes. Yeah, there is there is a white cover as well. <laughs> I'll be going to my comic shop tomorrow. 
Yeah. What what'd you say, uh what'd you say, Jay? Is there a Scotty Young variant? <laughs> I don't I don't think there is a Scotty Young That'd variant. That'd be awesome no. if there was. You can, I mean, take the, you can make the oh. white one into a Scotty Young variant if you have like six hundred bucks. <laughs> you know, I um, do, but I need it for something else. That's fair. Rent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh uh oh man. Moses, what's the original artist of The Walking Dead's name? Tony Moore. Tony Moore yeah. did a cover. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and it's, it's awesome. actually an homage to... Number one. The number one Walking Dead cover, which is really but cool. Look, you don't know how to explain it. Like, you just leave it at that. But if you got to look at this thing. It's actually a grizzled, current look at Rick standing in the exact same pose at the exact same spot. Uh that he was in issue one uh, cover. So he's missing a hand. He's, his shirt's all dirty. His head's shaved. And then everything around him is even more dilapidated. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's actually like a, a good progression. Like, yeah. I don't know. If, it, it's awesome. And I'm not sure if you noticed or not, but it also has like the faces of all the people that have died. In yeah, the in the glass. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they're talking to him. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it, it was really good. He's actually um he's selling those. I, I don't have his website offhand, but I, I've been watching that the progress of that cover for the last couple months mm-hmm. on his, on Tony Moore's Instagram. Yeah, so that that was pretty cool. You know, I I didn't realize that that was gonna happen because I don't follow Tony Moore's Instagram. but when i saw it i was like oh man that's good stuff you should follow tony moore's instagram though he draws a lot of cool shit what issue is it it. 150 150 yep um they also have a a alternate or a variant cover by ryan otley who's the current artist for invincible and it's a really cool cover too um but yeah, there's a, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of nice ones, honestly. Like, you know, Walking Dead usually does a pretty good job of making sure that their covers are are worthwhile. I'm glad that he actually cover? like had a part in it because, you know, they had the whole lawsuit thing. Right. No, and that's what that's what made it such a big deal for me because I was like, I understood that they settled the lawsuit, but I didn't realize that they were like on cool terms like that like you know i'll do one of your one of your variant covers because lord knows like it could have not been the case easy like what's he like tony moore isn't really working on anything per se right like not anything regular that i know of yeah so So that was pretty cool. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? I had something here. Uh, Mark Ruffalo says that um, Thor Ragnarok is like a road movie, like Midnight Run. But what it's movie? not really. Yeah, but it's not really a road movie per se. It's just the, the, the chemistry and relationship between 
Hulk and Thor is reminiscent of Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro's relationship in Midnight Run. I know you didn't see it, Larry, but I know Derek did. Yeah, that's not going to be... Look, that shouldn't be what that is, but okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) There's a quote here. It says, there's a little bit of Midnight Run with Charles Grodin and Robert De Niro, I feel like it's kind of where we're heading in the relationship between Thor and Banner. I love Chris Hemsworth, and it's not an accident that we've been put together because we have good time, a good time together and we goof off. The fact that we're moving towards a smart comedic bent plays into our relationship, and I'm looking forward to that. That's what I like. Yeah. When I when I think about the Hulk and Thor, I think comedy. Those, those two characters are very comedic in tone. Like I honestly, like we we even have archives <laughs> where <laughs> one of the people that have uh, drawn Hulk and Thor together, Eric Larson, being that, says, "What's so hard about doing a story with Hulk and Thor together? It's just two big fuckers beating the shit out of each other." Yeah. But that's not what the movie's doing. Uh, now they're gonna be doing uh, uh, little quips and little jokey jokes. Yeah. Oh, Hulk, you're so funny. Oh, Thor, you got me again. Nothing's funny about a guy that's biggest impulse is anger and hate, <laughs> and is uncontrollable. I don't know. I think no. Trump says different. Sorry, actually... Larry, say that again. I said, I don't know. I think Donald Trump says different. Yeah. Look, you answered your own question. Well, that you listen. didn't ask. Look, that, that's not funny because it's <laughs> you true. <know. coughs> Go ahead, Jay. A lot of dead air today. Oh. <laughs> um, I was going to say, in Earth's Mightiest Heroes, they uh, used to play Hulk and Thor off of each other a lot. And uh, he has, like, some really good comedic moments with them, like, them interacting with each other, along with, like, the serious moments where they were, like, fighting or, you know, fighting each other or fighting with each other. But then they would also, like, just have these moments. Uh, Yeah, they're just, like, really funny. I don't think Marvel thinks that. Otherwise, they would have kept that series going. They just changed it. Thor's like, a throwaway movie. It, they don't care about this movie. They just going. They just want to get it out there because it's because they need to get it out there. This movie is a a, a running running done pump and dump. <laughs> what Thor Ragnarok? Yep. With a name like Ragnarok, you'd think. You know, fun and 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 goofing off and with a name like Ragnarok, I don't think they should have any of that. But you know, maybe they don't know what Ragnarok means. <laughs> it, it's like the word DC with a cri- it's like DC with crisis. <laughs> uh, what 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 about uh, Natalie Portman? Isn't she supposed to be like a real big part of this movie or something? And I guess not, huh? 
Mark Where? Ruffalo didn't say anything about that. And now if it's going to be a... Uh, her to become the new female Thor. If it's going to be a Thor, Hulk, uh, uh, Midnight Run, then I guess, uh, I guess what's her name is going to be literally what's her name? Who? What? Ooh, I don't know. What's her name? <laughs> like, the way that he described it, it, it feels more like planes, trains, and automobiles than Midnight Run. That movie was amazing. I know. But not Logan <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, Steve Martin's fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. Can't, can't argue with that. Well, you've never seen the movie, so you don't know. I mean, I've seen other movies Steve Martin's been in. That so doesn't mean say. anything. That really he, does. Like, this wait, is, so you're saying I like can't Steve say Martin that he's hilarious? So hmm? he only made one movie in his heyday? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that was his heyday. Like, I don't know what movie you're going to bring up, but it's not the of jerk? the caliber of... Larry's not going to bring up the jerk. Oh, Why yeah. not? Would. Yeah, that's true. Derek would. Sorry. <laughs> why would I not like, bring up the jerk? I, l- I love the jerk. Or why not? Or why not like Roxanne? Because <laughs> Roxanne is what somebody that's not a Steve Martin fan would bring up. Wait, Rox? You guys don't like Roxanne? Notice you didn't I mean, say like Dead Men Wear Plaid. But but it's then the I Kanye like, West of Sa- I like Martin. Sabrina too. It's not him at his best. I liked him as a jerk, too, but, you know, whatever. All I'm saying is, I because I haven't seen one movie, I don't think I could be like, oh, well, you can't really say he's not funny. But you like you like him in L.A. Story, though, right? You know, uh, I don't uh, think I've seen uh, L.A. Story. Uh, uh, okay, let's just move on, then, Mr. Mr. I'm <laughs> I don't think I've seen L.A. Story. I, I, I was going to bring L.A. Story, too, but, you know. You've seen, um, what's the movie with him and Alec Baldwin? You've seen that, right, Larry? Which, which movie with him and Alec Baldwin? I don't know the name. Bowfinger? That was him and Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Bowfinger was him and Eddie Murphy. And that's, like, probably the closest you get, like, from the current stuff to, like, his heyday era. I didn't like Bowfinger. See? Yeah, I mean, did you surprise me. Did you like Bowfinger? Yes. Bowfinger was hilarious. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I didn't like it. I It might have been more because I, of Eddie Murphy, though. But still, <clears throat> yeah, I didn't like it. Okay. Um, let's talk about Swamp Thing, number one. Moses, take it away. Alright, so Swamp Thing number one is Oh shit, hold on, let me bring it up here on my tablet. Um it's a comic book. Part of DC's all new, all different fifty two after convergence, I guess. 
Can I even say that? It's like it's been a good amount after Convergence that it comes out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It, it, but it's um, the first title for or the first like major thing of I'm him just, since Convergence. I'm stalling while it pops up, but yeah, it, it's basically you know we've you know if you've been listening to Fantastic Forum since the New Fifty Two inception. Uh, you heard a, a good amount of Swamp Thing stuff. Um, and you're about to hear some more. <laughs> but this is uh, Swamp Thing number one of six. I have to add the of six. It's a mini series. Um, it is the new series after the end of, the, I guess, pre convergence Swamp Thing title. That started off being written by uh, Scott Snyder, and then taken over by Charles Sewell. Um, if you were a fan of those, and then you decide whether you should jump on this or not, uh, that all really just depends. <laughs> it, it depends on how into Swamp Thing you are. I know, Larry, you read it, and you weren't. It felt weird to you. Um, right? Larry? I think he's dead. He died, huh? Well, I guess I'll just go into it. It's it's written by Len Wein, uh, drawn by Kelly Jones, colorist Michelle Madsen, Rob Lee is the letter. Uh, Kelly Jones with Chris Sotomayor is the cover. This book really feels weird. It, it's like something out of the 80s. It, it's it's literally... They just... It feels like they got a story that didn't get printed before and just started printing it now. And for me, that's not a bad thing. I want to get Larry's point of view on it because he's not he's a a different kind of Swamp Thing fan um, but for me it was like as much as I like those old Swamp Thing like horror comic stories this felt a little weird reading after the New 52 Swamp Thing stuff and uh yeah, I don't. Larry, is you there it, yet? Is it better yeah, or worse than the New Fifty Two stuff? I'm sorry. Is it better or the same or? It, it's really a throwback. I mean, Len Wein wrote it. Len Wein's the creator of something, and Wolverine. He created a lot of seventies, uh, uh, darker, grittier characters. Um, in terms of writing style. It's worse because, let's face it, we progressed into the New 52 for a reason. For better or worse, some stuff came out worse, some stuff came out better. They made a superhero book out of Swamp Thing, which was a, a good way to, to progress for him. A lot of his stories, he's looking at trees and, and pondering what it would be like to actually father a child, a human child, you know? <laughs> and, and, 
it, that's kind of what this is. But going back, like we left all that. Like the new 52 was the new standard because we're not doing that anymore. And it's like it's not even the new 52. It started with brightest day, you know? Yeah. So it, it's like why go back to this? You know, like this book is a vertigo book that they decided to slap that new shitty DC logo on. And I love it for it, for that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's definitely, it's not, it, it's not where I would have expected. Like if I was buying DC books month in and month out, uh, new 52 Swamp Thing, and I'm getting as excited as I was to read, you know, the end of the whole Scott Snyder run, the end of Charles Sewell run, and then jumping to this, it's a step way back. Like, I was actually surprised. I looked at, at some of the, not the reviews online, but the comments on the reviews online, and a lot of younger people, or at least younger you know, they name themselves after an anime. I think they're younger. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think I think they're really liking it. But they said that it felt like reading an 80s Swamp Thing. And that's how I know they're younger. Because 80s Swamp Thing was not... This is like 70s Swamp Thing. <laughs> you know, this is like... This is horror comics before the comics code Swamp Thing. You know? And yeah, yeah that I, I mean, I, Larry, like, what what did you like? You didn't like it, right? I, you know, I didn't dislike it, but it definitely felt like a departure from what had become the status quo for a Swamp Thing book. And you know, for me, it's like I definitely enjoyed that more than I did this. Right, because but, that was a superhero book. That's what you like to read. Yeah, yeah, and it it was like it was a super it was, and but it, the, what made it cool was that it had superhero elements, but it still did its thing differently, which was you know I think that's what I liked about it because it's like it didn't completely abandon <clears throat> the mystical kind of side of things or or um it didn't feel like it kind of got away from like. I, not not the roots because I feel like this book is like closer to what the roots of Swamp Thing is, you know. But yeah. but but it it also kind of reminds me of why I wasn't reading it back in the day, you know. Mm. So it's kind of like oh well, you know. But at and I will give the book props for like at least acknowledging that stuff because it's not like. Wait. So, so Larry, like, look, this is my review for this book, so you can do spoilers. What part of the book do they acknowledge that part? Uh, I feel like it's, like, right in the beginning, and it might be, like, in, like, a thought bubble or something like that, where he's, like, saying, like, you know, or, or you know what? No, actually, that's not true. I think there is a point where he acknowledges that the green exists, but says that he's not really, like, interested in working for them anymore yeah or something like that and so it's like it kind of lets you know like oh okay so this is like you know this is being written as the character like coming out of that era still 
yeah. and acknowledging that that happened as opposed to just being like, oh, okay, well, you know, because I mean, it's convergence or coming out of convergence. So technically, it could have been a whole different swamp thing for all we knew that yeah. didn't go through any of that. And so, and I wasn't sure if that was the route they were going to take or if they were going to take a route where it was the same guy. And so. Well, here's the deal, Larry. Because mm-hmm. you didn't read those old Swamp Thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. This one is I'm I haven't read Swamp Thing Convergence, which you told me I shouldn't, but now I think I should. I think this Swamp Thing mm-hmm. is the seventies Swamp Thing. Like it's oh, not really? even Alan Moore Swamp Thing. Yeah. Really? It, yeah. What makes you feel that way? <laughs> well, because his his flashback is to Alec Holland dying of being burned alive and going and being absorbed by the primordial ooze deep within the bayou. Like, that his body became the plant, you know? Mm, but as opposed to him, the, like, dying. In the, because of Brightest Day, it's like, it's in, and even Alan Moore's stuff, it, it's more the machine, the, 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 not the machine, the, the plant uh, spiritual <laughs> believed itself to be, it was like merged with his soul. So it right. believed it was Alec Holland, but it wasn't. It was two separate things. That's why the rot brought, hit, brought Alec Holland back at the end right. of the New 52 stuff. Right. So, hmm. That's yeah, so. Yeah, that that's exactly, and even like him, the, the way he's dealing with the Parliament of Trees here, it seems like something from Alan Moore stuff as opposed to this. It's like, if the Parliament of Trees is angry at him at this point in this whole thing book, it is because, not because, you know, he refuses to work with them, because he worked with them at the end <laughs> of, of of that series with Charles Sewell. Mm-hmm. It, it it would be because he basically shut him down and, and put him dormant within himself, you know. So wow. yeah, it, it's like yeah, and that that, that blurred line that, that helped you, but fucked me up is <laughs> what made uh, their choice of Scott Snyder and Charles Sewell to write those books. Uh, because they did use a lot of that, the roots, no pun intended, mm-hmm. <laughs> of the other Swamp Things to be able to tell this new story. You know, they they dug from every every incarnation of Swamp Thing and Mythos to to be able to tell the, those stories, and I thank them for it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Those those stories are great. I like them a lot. And, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll give this one a chance, like, just kind of see where it goes. I mean, it's only six, so it's not like you're, you don't need to see where it goes. It's like it's going to end at one point, so. Well, you is it really it is it really six, or are they doing, like, story arcs of six, and then? It, it says the one, one of six, like, right on, so, the title, on, right on the cover. So did uh, Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, but, you know, Green Lantern Corps is... Let, let's just say I don't think people. They, they, it says one of six. It might end at four. <laughs> yeah, first one thing. <laughs> I'd be messed up. 
It, it would right. be, but it, it's like it, it, it's well when we talk about progression and Swamp Thing, like you don't take a step back unless you know. In this case, one of six, like you're telling a self-contained story that's not going to affect. In fact, I tried to read that that Constantine, the new Constantine Seven, yeah, with Swamp Thing in it. Yeah, that Swamp Thing is a totally different Swamp Thing than the one we're reading in this book. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, like that should tell you something. <laughs> is it more like the one from before? Yeah, it, it's that one feels like it's the continued. Like here, it's ambiguous to me whether well. It's ambiguous because we both feel like you feel like it could be continuation of what we've read before, and I feel like it isn't. Mm-hmm. So in that one, it's like if you and I both read, in fact, read that that Constantine, and then tell me what you think about that song thing. Yeah, I'll because I, I I feel like that song thing is more in line to what we've been going through, and and building up to than than this one. And not by much. Like it's pretty self-contained too. But which is like, I, I don't think I like that because if it, it shouldn't, if you have a shared universe, it shouldn't be that self-contained. Because part of them guest starring in each other's book is to get you to buy the other one, right? Or I would think, but I yeah. don't know. Because even like in Swamp Thing thirty-nine of the New Fifty Two run. Constantine comes out, but it says this event takes place between like 16 and 17 of Constantine the Hellblazer or whatever, you know, like it tells you whether it's the Constantine from New 52 or the <laughs> the Vertigo one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like one of those things like I, I don't know how much Constantine or is selling as a book or Swamp Thing for that matter. I would assume Swamp Thing would be selling less, but, you know, only because it's only, but it was the first issue, so I know sometimes those do decent, but I don't know. Like, it doesn't seem like a winning strategy if you're like, we'll put Swamp Thing in the Constantine book and that'll boost our sales. Like, no, that's not going to (laughs) work. That's not going to (laughs) work, but hey. Um, So what would you rate? Swamp Thing number one, Moses. Um, twelve year old me, actually, yeah, seven to twelve year old me will give it a five out of five. This is exactly like twelve year old me will be like, yeah, fuck New Fifty Two. This is this should have been New Fifty Two number one. <laughs> but you know, thirty two year old me is like, you know, I I love Len Wein. And I, I, you can search the archives. I told the story where I tried to get his autograph and cried. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a bit like I, I really feel like it's a story that he wrote years ago, and they decided to do it now. Yeah, like, I don't think. But even even if he did write it fresh new, it's it's a good, it's a Vertigo book. This is what my complaints about Swamp Thing being a superhero book. My complaints about being of Constantine Constantine being a superhero book. Like, this is that the answer to that. This is you doing a Vertigo story under that DC banner. Like, this is what happens. It's like, I can't... And, and, you know, I I apologize to Len Wein for being 
unhappy and happy at the same time. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't please me. I'm a fucking fanboy. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, so, yeah I'd probably... 32-year-old uh, uh, me gives it a four, uh, three out of five. Yeah. Uh, the I art think... the art was... I mean, if you're going to do a, a 80s-style story, at least do a, a 2000-style art. <laughs> that are like some of those facial expressions on something like oosh and they, I mean he's not yeah. a pretty fucker to begin with you know but right and I've been doing some funky things artistically with Swamp Thing lately yeah and so but yeah I would give it a 3 out of 5 too I was just like yeah. yeah you know what really got me is like why would a crocodile like or alligator rather sorry crocodiles don't live in the wild um why would the alligator like try to eat swamp thing? Like they're not right. vegetarians, you know? Right. It does. And that's nice. what made me feel that that right there is what made me feel this book was written 25, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 40 and it never got printed and they're doing it now. <laughs> yeah. And then he's fighting a zombie too like that, like <laughs> like they they highlighted zombie as it's like it's the biggest zombies are everywhere. You get a scratcher's lottery ticket with zombies on it now. Like it, it, zombies aren't even that threat. There's like survival right. guides to it. Like right. If it was written now, like Mad Magazine could make this comic and just show <laughs> something reading the zombie survival guide and beating this guy in one issue instead of six. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely was like a story for an era gone by. And it wasn't like, it's not like it was a bad era. So that's why you give it like a yeah, three. Like it, the nostalgia factor of it is, is great. Like this cover should have been white. <laughs> like I have Len Wein draw. Like I had Len, Len Wein draw Wolverine. He's not an artist, he's a writer. I had him draw my white cover for Wolverine number one. Yeah, I'd have him do the Swamp Thing number one too. Like the nostalgia factor. But. Look, DC, if there's anything DC's not going to make money with, it's going to be their nostalgia. They're not, their nostalgia is not good. Well, I don't know if you could say that. I mean, it's like not for Swamp Justice, Thing. Justice League, Ju- Justice League Europe. <laughs> that 80s Justice League. If they did an 80s Justice League book now. Oof. I don't know. Aren't they? Isn't that called Justice League United or something like that? How is that flying off the shelves? Oh, probably not. Yeah, there you go. I'm pretty sure I'm that's saying, landed like on the they, show. They want to make money, like <laughs> DC, like Captain America. Uh, I mean, sorry, Marvel nostalgia. What would they bring? <laughs> they they did it with uh, Young Allies with. Uh, or no no no! What did it? The one with Shumagora. What was it called? The Invaders Now. Avengers Now. That Invaders. was amazing. Yeah, Invaders, Invaders now. now was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Invaders Now was great. That's, That's nostalgia. True. Yeah. Yeah. So people are starting to talk about what they're going to do for Free Comic Book Day. DC put one of the well, a couple of their offerings out there. They're gonna do uh, Suicide Squad number one, so like the new Fifty Two Suicide Squad. So this is like Actually, Suicide is it... Squad 
It's like this. Isn't it literally literally a third number one since New Fifty Two? Suicide Squad. <laughs> well, no, I think this is actually the one. New Fifty Two number one, right? Exactly. Oh, it's actually, it's not. What? It's not even. Which I. Right. Right. <laughs> So that's what they're putting out for do. I mean, I guess they're figuring the movie's coming out, and people are going to be looking for Suicide Squad stuff, and so but the movie is is based heavily on that New Fifty Two run. Yeah, but the so. comic book, the Suicide Squad comic, has changed a lot since that one. So if this works and gets people interested in Suicide Squad, and then they go pick up the next issue, they're going to be like, "Uh, what the hell is this?" No, they're they're gonna want them to go back and get all the old New Fifty Two ones first. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what people do. And then and then get the newest one. <laughs> but yeah, so they're gonna do Suicide Squad number one, and then they have this uh, DC Superhero Girls comic, and that's what it's actually called: DC Superhero Girls. And it's for it's like uh, a, six to twelve year olds, right? It's yeah, it's definitely a young young girls book. The like a cast of uh young DC female characters are in high school. No, I think that's actually what they say. It developed for girls age six to twelve. No, I'm I'm sounds amazing. I'm agreeing with you. No, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm definitely agreeing with you. And they have uh Batgirl on the cover. It has Batgirl, Supergirl, Wonder Woman, uh, Poison Ivy, uh, Harley uh, Quinn, Harley Bumblebee, Quinn. Katana. Each character Wait, has Bumble? her own storyline that explores is that teen life. Yes. Is that who that is? Oh. That's, well, look, I'm reading it right off their site. Oh, I look, I was like, I didn't I'm know. I'm looking at their quote. I didn't realize that's who that was supposed to be. I thought that was gonna. I thought they were trying to make that like some kind of, like the new Hawkwoman or something. But, well, Marvel put out a new Wasp, so they they need to, you know. I'm sorry. What's it called again? DC superhero girls, right? DC comic superhero girls. Oh no, it's DC superhero girls. That's what it's called. Yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna deal with it, like it, like teen pregnancy and abortion and date rape and stuff like that. Well, it does say each character has their own storyline that explores what teen life is like as a superhero, including discovering unique abilities, nurturing remarkable powers, and mastering the fundamentals <laughs> of being a hero. So but yeah, if, I'm sure one gets knocked up. If you have superpowers, wouldn't your first period be like crazy? Like wouldn't it just like come flying everywhere? It depends on the power. I don't. I don't think so. Like, like if if Wonder Woman's muscles are are so much strong, like wouldn't when they can when it just comes like flying out. I don't think they push that out. That's like saying like you know oh well, Superman Superman sneezes are like worse than other sneezes. But he never gets he never gets uh, sick. So. He can still sneeze without being sick. I don't know how women's uh, bodies work, so I'm not sure exactly. But <laughs> I'm thinking that Wonder Woman. Women don't know how their bodies work. 
I think Wonder Woman's menstruation will be will be the thing thing of legends. I think she doesn't have a period. She's made out of clay. <laughs> I I don't know the answer, and I don't want to know. It's okay. In other like if, free comic book day news, sorry, go ahead. Go for it. Oh, um, a good free comic book day is going to be, uh, I'm sorry, a good free comic book day title is going to be Bob's Burgers. Oh, yeah? They're doing the cover looks amazing. It's That's Bob cool. and his wife, like, doing, like, an Indiana Jones thing, trying to get a burger out of some temple. <laughs> That's looks cool. Hilarious. I like Bob's Burgers. Is that show good? It's really funny, yeah. I'm not asking the guy that doesn't know Steve Martin. I know Steve Martin. I haven't seen one Steve Martin movie. Get out of here. Not the funny one. You've seen the the bad ones. I'm asking Mo and Jay. (laughs) There's also going to be a ROM Space Night free comic book day comic. (laughs) They're like, F your question on us. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, I did see that, and that's interesting because, uh, yeah, IDW's putting that out. And Civil War Two. Yeah, Civil War Two is gonna be the event for Marvel this summer. That sounds stupid. Why? What makes it sound stupid? Well, because it's not gonna be like any more epic, or like the stakes aren't as high as the first one. How do you know? Like, what are they going to be fighting over? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, nothing could really, like, I don't know. The the first one was perfect. Uh, a sequel's going to be <laughs> terrible. Yes, I said perfect, even though this number seven was like so so. <laughs> hey, I was going to leave it alone. I was like, if Mo thinks it's perfect, then that's okay. That book single-handedly. With every other tie-in, got me to buy Marvel. Like again. I remember, I remember we were buying everything that had Civil War on it, which was yeah, crazy. I bought a, I bought a textbook at a garage sale just because it said uh, <laughs> Civil War. There's gonna be a One Punch Man, My Hero Academia, free comic book day. There's gonna be a Tick, the stuff of Legend, Street Fighter Five. Man, there's a lot of a lot of books this year. Mm-hmm. Strawberry Shortcake. The and Phantom. we should mention, is it is it May seventh this year? Yeah, it's so, May seventh. Yeah, May seventh is Free Comic Book Day, so everyone be make sure busy. you mark your calendars. Oh yeah, cutting hair. Nah, man, I I got uh, VIP tickets to Behemoth's concert, so. I'm going to be drinking all day. You're going to be at the concert that early? Well, you know, it's the the weekend of my birthday, so I'm going to be out of it starting Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Make sure you invite me to the party, Mo. I still got to get my hair cut. Well, you can't go to Behemoth, but... I'm just saying, where, wherever you're drinking is where I want to be. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And and, well, and we gotta go. Derek see, needs a haircut like, still. Yeah, look, I have a chair waiting. 
Um, because Captain America comes out that day on the sixth too, right? I believe so. Yes. So that means we got to do the tradition. Yeah. I the like drinking it. and midnight showing. I like it. Let's do it. Anything else before we get out of here, gents? I'll take no. that as a no. I don't know. I'll take that as a no. All right. Um, well, without further ado, then, Derek H., how about you give us some final thoughts? Look, if you guys wait, need we're something... not doing Robin this week. Wait, wait, what happened? Sorry. Um, are we doing Robin War this week? I thought. Oh, did you read it? Yeah. Did you? No, no I, I read it from before, but I, I think we have right. to wait till next week. All right. Okay. Sorry, Jay. I didn't know that you were trying to do that this week. I said so last week. Well, yeah, but then the week before you said you were going to do it then, too. Yeah, give me confirmation. Nah, you should just go by what I say. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the ticket. Oh, Derek so you got final so, thoughts. So if we guys, if we going by what you say, the last three episodes have been held at Jeffrey's uh, Jeffrey's Comics, right? Since we're going by what you guys say, <laughs> that's what we're doing. Uh, if you need something shipped. Just stick it in the back of your car and drive it to wherever you need to go. And that or just find a homeless person with a shopping cart, put it in their cart and point them toward the general direction of where you want that package to end up. Because there's a better chance of it getting there than if you give it a goddamn Federal Express. You should say yeah, something on there. They're potential advertisers, you know that, right? Not anymore. You should say I was, something on their Twitter, Derek. No, I don't believe it's right. That's success. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think I should have to go to a a, a service, a free service, where I get get a whole 140 characters to to get my problem solved. They 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 have a bunch of money from me. That's that's the money. That's that's my that's my Twitter. That Twitter is that check that they, that they cash. I, don't, I should have to go. Hey, FedEx. Uh, social media guy, can you please find my no, no, do your goddamn job in the first place. I don't want to go to Hipsterville to try to get all the other hipsters to rally behind me so I can get a package, which you're supposed to do in the first place. That's your job. You have one job, one job. Your job is to take one thing from one place to the other. That's it. You can't even do that right. There it is. Jay, final thoughts. Um. Huh. You know, I was checking out this DC superhero girl thing, and it looks a lot better when it's not in motion. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. I don't think I have anything today. 
fair. This is a very, this is a very low energy show today. <laughs> DC Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> See, I'm bringing that's it. I'm bringing the heat. That's that's what I do. That's what you do, Oz. That's what you do. Uh, thank you guys all for hanging out and listening to Fantastic Forum. We do appreciate you. Uh, please make sure that you reach out to us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you would like us to discuss in the future. Uh, hit us up in our Facebook group. Uh, you can go ahead and hit us either on Twitter um, or uh, yeah, wherever. I mean, we're all over the place. Hit us on Skype. Leave us a message. It's fantastic forum. Until next week, we're out. Up in the sky, look! It's a plane! It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com.